0: Light Cyclones Coaches Show. Live from the Great American Sports Cafe in Kenwood. Now, alongside head coach of the Cyclones, Jared Scaldi. Here's your host. Nick ah, Brunker. yes, welcome in. It's another week of the Coors Light Cyclones Coaches Show live at Great American Sports Cafe, teamed with a head coach of the Cyclones, Jared Scaldi. I'm Nick Brunker. What a week it was. Three games in Florida. And three wins to talk about a six-point week that, that quite honestly, as much in your wildest dreams as you would have hoped to get six points. Going down there expecting to get maybe four was optimistic.
1: No, absolutely. And we had a meeting before we left. Uh, obviously, uh, losing four in a, four in a row, and the way we came out against uh, Toledo in Toledo, and, and the message of the players that you know we got to figure some things out because we're going into the Hornets' nest in in Florida here and. Uh, Things aren't getting easier for us. So, um, you know, to go down there and, uh, you know, get that first one, and which was a, it was a big win, a great effort by everybody. And then, uh, you know, our, our message on the Friday was that there's a pattern with teams going down to Florida. You know, when you play three games, it's, uh, you're excited to be there. So you, you have a great effort on the Wednesday. You know, if you can get a win, there's a letdown on the Friday which uh, the record shows that Florida generally wins that Friday game, and then it's kind of up for grabs on the Saturday. So, you know, uh, the message of the guys was Friday is that let's uh, let's not get caught in this pattern here of, uh, you know, what, what happens. Let, let, let's get an effort here for Friday night, and, of course, we got the win there, and then Saturday's game was just crazy back and forth mm-hmm. and uh, end up on a shootout, which we've had our troubles in extra session this year, and uh, it was uh, – Good to get, uh, good to get that win. Well, let,
0: let's break them down one by one. I guess we'll start with Wednesday. We we leave. You actually left the day before, as as many people that that joined us on the show on Monday knew. Uh, we had the show. Ben Olson was here. Scott Layman was here. Did a great job in your absence. All the meanwhile, you were driving all day and most of the night to get down from here to Florida. Tell me about your trip. Did you have any? Fun stops along the way.
1: No, no fun stops. Just a few uh, BPs and Exxons and Sunocos. But, uh, no, we uh, we practiced at 8 o'clock in the morning, and, and, and Fanky and I got on the um, got on there, and I drove probably about uh, most of the way until about the last three or four hours, and the big man took over from there and uh, got us <laughs> in the floor. We left. We are crossing the 75 into Kentucky at 10.06 uh, in the morning. And uh, we got to Germain Arena in Fort Estero, Florida at 2.06. When we actually stopped the wheels, it was 2.06. And we unloaded the gear and got back to the hotel and then had to get up the next day to get the, the shuttle uh, passenger vans to pick up the players from the airport and stuff but the drive was fine we had we had great weather and uh, uh got a chance for me and Fanky I, not that we need any more opportunities to get together but it was uh, <laughs> uh, 16 hours together in a, in, a, in a van was was great and uh it wasn't so bad I mean because the weather you know it's getting better and uh especially crossing into Florida and uh, getting down there but uh it, it was a it was a fun time and I think it was something that uh I'm glad we did. I mean, it was a great experience. And
0: on Tuesday, you get a chance to go onto the golf course and play and enjoy yourself. And it was nice because as the, the plan for almost all of our road trips with the exception of the wheelings and the Toledo's, uh, we would all leave the day before, whether it's driving or in this case flying for us, have that whole day before the first game to kind of get your bearings about you and set up. And I know that in that type of a climate, I'm sure it was fun for you as well.
1: Absolutely. We got to, you know, we got on the ice that, that day, I think about one o'clock, Nick, and uh, we had a good practice and then uh, got to play nine holes, which was absolutely terrific. And, uh, had a nice dinner that night. Mm-hmm, that Hemingway's was, was it Hemingway's? Hemingway's Nick. was nice. yeah. We went to Hemingway's yeah. and, uh, and and one thing you, I, I don't know if you guys know about Fort Myers is that uh, <laughs> about nine o'clock everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in bed. The, the early bird specials are over and uh, everybody's <laughs> sleeping. And uh, so we we had a couple of beers that night and went uh, got a good night's sleep. But it uh, it was a great uh, great setup down there uh, uh, in Estro. The hotel was absolutely terrific and. Uh, you know, the, the big thing with flying the players down and Fanky and I driving was, uh, you know, you, you want to eliminate excuses. And I, I learned this a long time ago when I was in the Calgary Flames organization is that their motto was eliminate excuses for the players. Don't give them excuses. You know, give them everything they need so that their only thing to do is perform on the ice. And uh, so we're like, well, let's fly. It, it, we, we, we end up saving. I think the total of this trip saved is $1,500 was to by flying the players and driving the equipment and, uh, You know, eliminated excuses, and uh, I'm I'm, I couldn't be happier that they responded with six points. (laughs) They certainly
0: did, and they did it right out of the gate. Well, let's get into Wednesday's game a little bit. I thought it was fitting that, after in hindsight, looking back, it was very interesting to note that they scored. You guys scored just eight seconds into that first game, and and if that is a way to set a tone for a whole week. I think that's the best way to do it, right there.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, it's always exciting when you when you see something like that happen, and it's something we've stressed and we've talked about on this show. Is I, I felt early on our starts were a, a bit of our problem. We we, we really came out a uh, little sluggish and not really uh, responding with any urgency or uh, early in the game. But I, I think uh, um, we've done a lot better job of that. Even though that the the la- the second uh, the second and third game they did score the first goal, mm-hmm. but. Um, I'm glad to see how we respond now with, uh, you know, it didn't phase us at all. We knew we were still right there in the game, even though they, they scored the first goal.
0: And when you start that series, too, going on the road, you want to pick up points early. You want to make sure you don't get into that lull of, okay, now we've got to climb back early in the series and early in the game. And I, I thought it fitting, too, that you were able to shut down Mitch Fadden, Francis Lemieux, uh, although they ended up getting some points on the game. They were not necessarily a non-factor, but they weren't the guys that controlled the game
1: no uh, in in the, the the game plan going into these three games was that five on five we can beat these guys there there's no question they they're they're not a team that really uh, takes care of their own end uh, they cheat off uh, offensively and uh, we just have to stay out of the box because they have a great power play they have some offensive weapons and I thought we did a great job the matchup throughout the weekend was uh, you know Eggts and Reynolds and aben against uh, Fadden's line and you know, they did a great job. They did a great job. I mean, you can, Francis Lemieux is a heck of a player, and he scored a couple of big goals. But, uh, you know, you, I thought we contained them very well, even Fad in the first two games. Unfortunately for him, uh, getting a blood clot in his leg, yep. he didn't play the um, third game. And, you know, I don't know if he's going to play the rest of the season. But, uh, you know, we did, a, we did a great job against, uh, against those guys. And, um, you know, we got some key goals from some guys. That was just, uh, you know, big, big goals.
0: Matt Pierce, who who is, I would hope, uh, trying to effort his way here. Whether or not he gets here, we'll find out. Uh, but the, the fact is, uh, he, and I guess you can even consider Brian O'Hanley-Berodagas, is there one MVP for the week? I guess that's up in the air. But if there was one, uh, Matt Pierce would certainly be it. He had a tremendous week as well, uh, scored the game winner in that Wednesday game, and ended up with two multi-point games for the week. You can't say enough about what he's done since getting sent back down from Rochester.
1: No, he's he's done a great job, and um, I, you know he, he's he's on his way here. He was unfortunately thought the coach's show was in Kentucky, and he went uh, <laughs> he went to the two thousand nine ten edition. Yeah, so uh, I hope he gets up here. But you know he's uh, he's a guy we've been looking for to really step up, and we we need guys like that in in tight games to score that big goal and. I mean, Christian Manella, uh, individual effort to score that goal, and um, you know, we, we, we need that from everybody. We don't have uh, we've talked about it. We don't have that 40, 50 goal scorer on this team. We need individuals to step up on a nightly basis and, and get us those goals. And uh, to see Christian for that goal, and you know, Mark Chevry the first night, and uh, excellent effort. And then to see Chet who flew in that day at 11:30, and Nick picked him up from the airport and uh you know Chet needs wins he the kid needs to win some hockey games, mm-hmm. and for himself personally, I mean we need wins uh from either one of those guys, but personally chet you know I, I that was great to see him come in sent down from Milwaukee, no pregame skate threw him in net, and he uh he had a heck of a night also so it was uh there were so many good things. I remember there's one game that uh, Scott Lehman dropped late in the game in a two the two one game and blocked a shot that mm-hmm. I thought was a a big moment for our team. And uh, uh, like I said, I can't think of uh, anybody, maybe beside Ben Olson, who probably contributed. Off the ice, he did for the week. He did. He did Everybody contributed on the ice. Yeah, Ben,
0: so. Ben joined me in the color booth and did an outstanding job there. One more thing about the Chet story before we get to Herb and his first set of questions. Uh, it, it was interesting, uh, as you mentioned. I picked Chet, uh, Chet up from the airport, and it was probably around eleven o'clock or so, maybe early. And remember, he was coming from Milwaukee, so he's an hour behind. Early flight. He's kind of tired. He says, oh, yeah, it was an early flight, but you know, I'm happy to be here. Warm weather. You know, good attitude as he has been." We get. To the arena, and of course, by then I knew he was already starting. But he told me not to say anything, so I didn't. We drive in, and you guys were already on the ice for morning skate. And here was what his attitude was: We get in, I help him carry his stuff into the room, drop it down, and Berkey comes in, Chris Burke, our equipment manager, and says, "How's it going, Chet?" And he's like, "Oh, pretty good." And uh, he's like, "You gonna get a skate in uh, to Chet?" And Chet says, "Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll get out there and get a you know a couple you know a couple laps out there." So puts his stuff down, about to get on the ice, and. Uh, Berkey goes, "Uh, I think you're going tonight. And he goes, Oh, okay, well, I'm definitely going to skate. Went back and put his pads on, got on the ice, went out there and won a game. So that's, I mean,
1: the type of attitude that
0: he's carried through. And the best part,
1: though, is that we only brought. Chris only brought two goalie jersey, practice jerseys down yeah. to Florida. <laughs> so right. we're sitting there just finishing up pregame skate, and Chet comes flying on the ice with his game jersey on. <laughs> 31 pickers, Cyclones, he comes <laughs> flying out on the ice. So he ended up getting about five, six minutes of shots and stuff. But, um, and, you know, the thought was that is, um, you know, Chevy I felt uh, leading into the Christmas break and after, he carried the load here for us, and I think he got very fatigued. It's a lot... A lot of load to carry, and, uh, um, you know, with Chet, we've tried to get him those proper starts where he gets a pregame skate, he gets his pregame nap, everything is good, and, and he hasn't really responded in, in some cases. So when uh, we, are found, we found out that he was going to be flying in, I was like, let's start him. Let's not give him the opportunity to prepare. Let's not give him that perfect that, that, that preparation that sometimes is required. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so that's why he got off and off the plane, and uh, I told Nashville and Milwaukee what we were doing, and they said, well, good luck with that. <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> so, yeah, I said, Chet, you're going. You don't get to prepare. You don't get to do your proper routine. Get back to the hotel, have a nap, and come play, and it mm. was great. Uh, I mean, you could see the guys, too, were so excited for Chet because he's just... You know, he's had some good games where we haven't been able to score. Yeah. He's had some games that he struggled and, you know, wh- whatever it is. And he just can, he was just really struggling over the last little bit leading up to last season to get wins mm-hmm. and uh, so for him to get a win was was terrific and
0: boy and again, with the exception of maybe that first win he got with Toledo uh, you saw the relief in his eyes and you certainly in a 2-1 game against the ECHL's best offense uh, just what a what a great way to, to pick up a win for him especially considering it was a long day with all the flying yeah. uh, let's get uh first question of the night from Herb who is here Herb you are our first person with a question Herb you go ahead
2: uh, let's start with the state of the team uh, we noticed Matt's wearing a f- full cage uh, and any other injuries that we should be aware of or that we're not supposed to be aware of.
1: No, everything's good. <laughs> Matt, uh, I forget, there was a hit to the, the face. He's just got uh, – <clears throat> he's been bruised up there, and every time he got bumped, he kind of felt it. So he, he did go end up, end up putting a cage on. Ben Olson, I, I think we, we, we may have been able to play him in the third game, but just the way things were going, we did, and he's just got a – A little tear in his hip that I think uh, he he should be able to go either Wednesday or or by the weekend. David Sloan is going to be ready to come off the IR. It's just a matter of finding him a room in the lineup. I mean, he's a right shot. He skates very well. Um, So we'd like to give him the opportunity to to, to be a regular in our lineup. Uh, Besides that, there's all kinds of nagging stuff uh, going on. Nothing... uh, Nothing too serious, just some bumps and bruises. I would anticipate, uh, well, maybe Pierce after the two goals might leave the cage on. I, I hope he's not, I hope he, he doesn't think he's Rip Hamilton for the Detroit uh, Pistons and gonna leave that thing on all year. But uh, uh, besides that, we're just, uh, we're, we're pretty good. Ryan Del Monte's doing very well up in Worcester. I talked to the assistant general manager of the San Jose Sharks today, Wayne Thomas, and, you know, they're happy with him. Uh, Jamie Lundmark has left the uh, uh, National Predators organization in Milwaukee and has signed in Timru, Sweden. So that's really opened up a spot for Dylan Hunter in Milwaukee. So, um, you know, happy as can be for Dylan. Uh, I don't anticipate getting him, you know, at all. And I think the next thing we, we, we hope to see here is that, uh, you know, with Rochester especially is uh, getting some of their guys down for – at least five games, uh, some potential guys that may be with us down the stretch and in the playoffs. So that, that's the conversations I've had with Florida is, you know, identifying certain guys that, that you know, potentially may, may be part of our team down the stretch, but we've got to get them in at least five games. So uh, we're going to go over that over the next week or two and, and start trying to find ways, especially with the All-Star break coming up in Rochester, or the American Hockey League, and they do have a week off, maybe we can get a few of those guys down for us to get get those games in so that they will be able to join us in, uh, in April.
2: Great. And then uh, last Monday night, there was a uh, challenge thrown down yeah. by uh, Ben Olson to uh, your sidekick there. Yep, go figure. And we were just wondering if uh, Ben had lost that challenge since he had to be the color man for three games.
0: What was the uh, challenge? He – I was asking him kind of just what he likes to do in his spare time, movie guy, TV guy, and he's like, oh, actually, I'm a gamer. I'm a pretty big gamer, video game guy. And I'm like, okay, what do you play? And he says, I play NHL 11, which is, you know, the hockey game, EA Sports, and I also have that game and play quite a bit in my little spare time that I have. And, uh, you know, I, I thought I could beat him. So I told him, hey, let's, let's put a wager on this thing. And he said – I think what was it? that He wanted me to eat alligator or something if I lost – uh, well, we ended up not playing uh, because neither of us brought our respective <laughs> systems with us uh, on the plane. And so the, the bet hasn't been, been played yet. But I, am under, I understand after talking with him over the weekend that, that we will indeed have the, the title bout, if you will. And I don't know what I'll have to do, so there's no alligator to eat up here, but we'll figure something out. I think
2: that'd be a, pre, a great pre-game game video well, yeah, up on the scoreboard. Yeah, it would
0: be good. Mike Mike was, uh, after the show, he said, you know what you ought to do is you ought to say, if if you're going to play him, you really want to make it interesting, tell him that he can hit you in the face as many times as he scores. So, if he scores three goals against me in NHL 11, he gets to hit me in the face three times.
2: Just remember, uh, he's a plus seven for us.
0: He would probably only get to hit me one time and I'd be dead. So well, would, <laughs> I,
1: I don't know if Nick was going to bring this up, but Nick did win something uh this week on thursday i wasn't gonna bring it up i oh. knew you weren't i know you oh. were gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> so i will bring it up please in do your, your favorite we golfed on uh thursday after fact the one bad day there there's six days five the five days are absolutely beautiful the day we decided to golf it rains all day so we went to the course waited it out we got on the course and there's six of us so bob case Brian, uh, chris burke uh fanky myself nick and a friend of mine came in from Orlando. So uh, we're trying to figure out how we're going to get six out there. So we just decided to play um, a scramble, two-man scramble. So we identified Fanky as the best golfer of all of us. and This we was ide- after Tuesday's round? You, you yeah. decided this? Fanky is definitely the best golfer, and we identified you as the worst. Mm-hmm. So we paired <laughs> nice that. Fanky and Nick together. I got to play with my buddy, and then Berkey, team trainers, got uh, to go. So, and, uh I'm actually going to go even deeper in the story. Please Nick, uh Nick, we've been talking about golfing for months before this trip. Well, bring in our clubs, well, get to the course. Nick <laughs> shows up with jeans and a pair of Kenneth Cole's dress shoes. Didn't didn't pack my uh, pack my dress shoes with me. He uh, forgot his shorts and his golf shoes. I thought I thought I had in in them in Cincinnati. the uh, garment he bag, so, and I just didn't have them. He, so there's Nick with jeans on and a pair of dress shoes. Well, golfing. looking completely out of place. But I'll tell you this, he did take us down, and Nick and Fanky beat us all, and Nick had a heck of a round, and uh, pretty excited uh, for him, because- Made a couple uh, of big putts. You did make some big putts. He uh, hit everything straight, and uh, did a great job, Nick. Team but Hugo Boss went down. Team Hugo Boss went down. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was a fun time. It was a was good time. It was, it was a lot of fun golfing, and just to get away a little bit like that, mm-hmm. and- uh, uh, it was it was it was a great time. I think the
0: rain helped too because that otherwise you probably would have played you, a lot better.
1: You were able to attack the pins more and stick your absolutely. But yeah, putting greens were a little slow. Yeah. Now yeah. you were very aggressive too. Though.
0: I always aggressive. Yeah. Always on that.
1: <laughs> All right,
0: let's move along and talk a little bit more about the weekend. Oh, I'm sorry, Herb. do you have any more questions?
2: The only other question I had is I understand you you and Fanky's relieved Bob and uh, Berkey of driving the uh, the van uh, down to. Uh, Charleston, and Gwinnett for the Southern Swing.
1: Oh, I don't think we're going to do that at all. There's not a chance. That's too much. That was a one-time deal.
2: But it was a bonding experience. It was. Need, we really liked it.
1: Hey, I don't need any more bonding with Fanky. I'm, I've bonded enough. Well, really what you could always
2: say is that's where the game plan came from, was those, those hours driving with Fanky.
1: Unfortunately, I don't know how much we talked about <laughs> I <laughs> only spend planning, five uh, minutes with Fanky, The stuff that comes up, <laughs> not really game plan usually. But uh, although he talks a
0: big game, we went like I'm not backtracking. But at that Christmas party, he all week was saying, "I got this big, amazing talent plan." Because we all, all the rookies, Scaldi, myself, uh, a few of the people from the front office, all had to do a trick, and he was talking up a big game. And all he did was split an apple in half, and it's kind of a letdown.
1: Yeah, that was kind of a weird situation. They've they've led us on to think that we're all newbies to the organization, mm-hmm. have to do some stupid human trick and stuff. So uh, yeah, that was
0: really unfortunate. But I thought mine was pretty good. My car was, trick you was pretty car,
1: good. You, you, you might have to tighten it up a little bit, Nick. I thought the length of it was a little it's too long of a trick. You had to tighten it up. I was trying to be like a showman. Bit. Yeah, but you did a heck of a job. I'm nice. glad. Appreciate that. Do you remember mine? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. You uh you cracked open a uh, a Molson Canadian. Can. I think it was a, a big can, 24-ouncer? No, no. No, is it that just can. small? Took off his boot, poured the beer in his boot, and chugged the beer. And he killed it. Five, and, then, and then put the beer on, on the, uh, the boot back on yeah. and walked off the stage. That's it, I'm out.
1: That's my talent.
0: <laughs> it was a big talent. Uh, Thank you. Perfectly timed. Herbie, <laughs> any other questions? All right. <laughs> if you have a question for the coach, come on up and stop. Grab the mic and uh, you can ask your question of the coach. Or if Matt Pierce uh, makes it up, you can ask him as well. Talk about the shots on net for Saturday and on on or Friday and Saturday. Uh, I found it interesting because of of how the, the game plan was against a team like that. I think we all talked about it. Certainly, we discussed it the Monday you were driving down about how many goals they give up in Florida. At the same time, though, uh, getting almost twice as many shots as you're averaging per game and collectively having more shots in this three-game series than you had in your previous, I think, five-and-a-half games combined had to please you.
1: You know, we, we knew going in that they're going to exchange chances, and we didn't want to get into that scenario of, you know, giving them opportunities because we're going to get one back. We really want to tighten up you know, defensively and knowing that we're going to get opportunities and and just stick with playing defense, you know, stick to our game plan, you know, simplifying, and and sure enough, I mean, we had more opportunities, some quality scoring chances, and, uh, you know, I mean, we, we, the goal to, uh, the Janus, the first couple nights made a heck of a a couple big saves Mm -hmm. there, and Mm -hmm. even Geppert, the... The Saturday, but um, you know we uh, we knew we were going to get our opportunities just to stick with it. I mean, it it was getting to a point there, I believe, on the Wednesday, that uh, it was like, are we ever going to get another (laughs) one on this guy? Like we were just peppering them, but uh, you felt going into the third period that we were fine. You know, like guys, stick with it, stick with it, and sure enough, we uh, we got those opportunities, and uh, you know, we we were fortunate to score, but. you know, that's the thing is that you know, I, the, the character of our guys, I mean, we don't have those, those, those offensive dynamos, but I believe the character of our group. And uh, I, I really think this trip from a bonding standpoint, from a uh, obviously the success we had, the three games, was a lot of success. But I also think the, the way everybody stepped up, I really think this was a, a, a big moment for our team. And, um, you know, hopefully we can look back in a month or two and say pinpoint this trip as a very positive thing for our group. Mike is here with a question from the crowd. Mike, you go ahead. Hey, Coach. Congratulations hey, on the weekend. It was fantastic. I know it's early, but uh, it was that was a great great series. Mm. My question is, and I, I agree with you on the defense. This Cumery, is it Cumery? Cumery, yeah. I don't even know his name yet. But did he have an outstanding game? I mean, he's a defensive. He helps Chaffrey uh, mm. and yeah. Chet, right? Yeah. He uh, Adam Cumery is a uh, is a. Uh, Extremely talented, very talented. He's got great size. Um, it's just is uh, getting him focused at uh, at this level. I think uh, his first game down, he was, he did a fairly good job for us on Wednesday. I thought he was absolutely terrific on Friday. Like he made some plays on Friday, and uh, he was good. And again on Saturday. So I don't know how long Adam's going to be here. Um, I anticipate him being in our lineup on Wednesday. Uh, beyond that, I'm not. I'm not too sure what the plan is. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got two more games out of him, Yeah, but I, I know that uh, the plan is going to back up to Rochester here eventually. But he's an extreme talent, extremely talented kid, with size and uh, you know. So we'll uh, we'll just see what happens uh, there. They're finally getting healthy in Florida a little bit. Mm-hmm. Finally getting healthy in Rochester, and you know that's why we were starting to see some guys now. But uh, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Appreciate that, Mike.
2: Thanks. Herb, the follow-up. Talking about your defensive plan for this series, we had commented last Monday uh, about the previous series with Flora that, that they went through the middle rather easily. In this series, you guys clamped down on them. Was that part of the defensive scheme that you wanted to implement, whatever you did? which we won't ask all the particulars. But, you know, from watching it Wednesday night, you could see the change. Yeah, they, their one goal they got was up the middle, but it was just the one time. Mm-hmm. But you, the the zone play, if you want to call it that, really clamped down on them, and it it prevented that.
1: No, I think, uh, you know, the, the the dangerous part of the ice is the middle, I mean, in, in all zones. I mean, you've really got to eliminate the middle. And I think the first time we saw these guys with, with Fadden and – You know that Pastille was playing and Lemieux, and uh, you know I think it was a case of us just adjusting. I I, I think I remember, if I remember correctly, I think the first shift, I think they got a breakaway off the first shift uh, of that game. It was sort of like, uh, you know, these guys can fly, and uh, you know, so going going into this uh, series, we definitely you know taking away the middle is something you have to do. I mean, you give any anybody the the middle, they're gonna they're gonna exploit you. So I, I thought we did a great job, and, and the big thing is staying above your option. I mean, you know, not um, not getting sucked down into these guys. You know, the, the Bobby Raymond, a, a defenseman that will you know suck you to a side and get hit someone with speed. So I thought we we played a very disciplined game all, all three all three times. You know, you're, we have your breakdowns. You're going to have the odd breakdown. Things are going to happen, but overall i thought uh to a man the guys committed to to playing that taking care of our end and of course uh offensively that 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 stuff will come and and it did on uh saturday and we got the goals we needed to to get the to get to success so you're right herb we uh we did a great job throughout the middle and shutting these guys down and taking away time and space and that's everything with the talented players is you give talented players time and space they're gonna hurt you every time and uh I thought we did a great job with Lemieux and um, and Fad, and then of course Imbault came back for the Saturday game, and you know he uh, he ended up scoring a goal. But uh, I thought we did a great job uh, containing those guys over three games.
0: Thanks for your question. We have plenty more to get to with the head coach of the Cyclones, Jared Scaldi. We'll break down the second half of the of the three-game road trip, including a very crazy back-and-forth affair to close things out Saturday. And, of course, we cannot forget to preview a bigger week for Cincinnati as the division rivalries resume. It's all coming up as Jared Scaldi and I return on the Coors Light Cyclones Coaches Show right after this.